for Project Spurs. I'm Paul Garcia, and this is the Spurs Cast. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the Spurs' starting lineup to begin the season, more Wemby observations, Point Sohan, and the Spurs waving Kem Birch. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. So I know it has been one week since I um, recorded a Spurs cast with Colin Reed. At that time, the Spurs had only played the Oklahoma City Thunder in one preseason game, so there has been three preseason games since that point. And so I'm going to go ahead and do a quick recap of the last three preseason games. Then I'll go into some some larger topics, uh, discuss those uh, a little bit later in, in more in more detail. So first, let's do a quick recap of the Spurs' last three preseason games since the last Spurs cast. So I am recording this episode on Thursday evening. So let's go back to last Friday. The Spurs were hosting the Miami Heat in San Antonio. The Spurs won this game by 16 points. There was no Keldon Johnson, no Zach Collins, or no Doug McDermott. They were all out for this game. This was the game where Jeremy Sohan was introduced as the Spurs' new starting point guard. Uh, so everybody's been calling him Point Sohan, so that's how many referring referring to him as well. Uh, one, one interesting note from this game was Wemby started at the four like he like he did versus the Thunder. However, it was also one of our first times seeing him play the five uh, against some of the some of the Heat um, uh, bench players there. Um, so he got some possessions in that game against the Heat um, at the five. We do want to note that Miami did sit most of their their core players out. They had multiple players out. Uh, just to recap how Wemby did on this night, and I'll go into more detail a little bit later in the episode. He finishes with 23 points on 10 of 15 shooting, four rebounds, four assists, three blocks, four turnovers. Devin Vassell had a great night as well, 21 points. He made six threes in this game. Then we flip to Monday a few days later, and the Spurs are still at home, and this time they're, ho- they're hosting the, the Houston Rockets in one of two games. So uh, the Rockets won this game by 10. There was no Victor Wembanyama, no Devin Vassell, or no Trey Jones. Uh, those All three players sat out of this game. Keldon Johnson did return, though, for his first preseason action, and he did start. Zach Collins had a really good night for San Antonio, finishing with 18 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. Now let's go to the most recent game, which was on Wednesday, where the Spurs played the Rockets once more. They defeated Houston by 14 points in San Antonio, but now the Rockets sat some players. They sat Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, and Jalen Green. The Spurs had all of their players avail- available. The Spurs introduced their new starting lineup, which I'll get into here in a second. Uh, uh, in this game, Devin Vassell had a great night with 25 points by halftime. He finishes as his leading score with 25 points on, on five made threes. Wemby finishes with 15 points and I think six rebounds. Uh, he did have a little bit of a, t- a tougher night shooting the ball, and I'll talk about that here in a bit as well and during my observations. So let's get to our first topic, which is the question we've been kind of talking. If you've been listening to the Spurs cast episodes or watching the YouTube videos, you know that um, either myself or whoever I have on a, as a guest, like Colin Reed, we've just gone no, numerous weeks and months kind of talking about, you know, what, what starting lineup are the Spurs going to have? Are they going to go more traditional with Trey Jones at the point? Are they going to bring Jeremy Sohan off the bench? Uh, those kind of questions have been, have been lingering. Uh, actually, if you go back to a Spurs cast episode recorded way back on, on July 20th, I actually entered, I actually discussed this lineup that the Spurs are now actually going to start. So the Spurs are going with their, what we would call their big lineup. So what does that mean? They are going to start Jeremy Sohan, who's six, eight at the point, Devin Vassell, who is six, five at the shooting guard position, Keldon Johnson, six, five, also at the, uh, at the small forward position. Basically they're both the wings. Wemby, of course, at the four, who is seven foot three on the training camp roster, but we know that out on the court, he looks like seven, four, seven, five with shoes on. And then Zach Collins at the five at six eleven. So that is called the Spurs' big lineup. And the reason why I'm saying big lineup is because that's kind of what Pop's about to say here. So this is a quote from Pop after the game coming from Tom Orsborn of the San Antonio Express News. He, uh, This is Pop. He said, they better play well or we are in trouble. Those are the big guys. They are tall. 
they're big, they are going to start. So Pop's basically saying here, this is the starting lineup. They're going to the Spurs. Is, this is, I guess this is saying like this, this is the Spurs' best chance to try to be successful to make sure this, this, this unit has some success together. And so, um, one thing we just want to note is that we've only seen a very small sample size of this, of this lineup. They only played in three quarters on, uh, on Wednesday against the Rockets. And, and even those weren't like, you know, a lot, a lot of minutes for them. Uh, they've never, you know, really been on the court altogether. We know that Kelton was out for most of the, most of the time. And then if not, Wemby was out for a game, Zach Collins was out for a game uh, Vassell. So now this is a, we've only seen basically three quarters of them being together. So we do have to, you know, caution that there's going to, it's going to take some time to see what, what this, this group looks like. I, I will note that uh, I'm recording this, like I said, on Thursday evening. So I haven't had time to kind of like digest the tape and kind of dig in. I'm, I'm just kind of just giving my initial observations of what I wrote down on my notebook during the game so just initial observations again without really studying film here was defensively they look pretty good they look like um you know they really made shots tough in the half court for the for the rockets they really couldn't execute their offense they had a tough time again we want to note that some of the rockets key playmakers are out jalen green's out um fred van vliet's out so so that's also something too houston didn't have their best offensive um creators out on the floor but again this unit looked pretty good a lot of size a lot of length out there um they can switch almost every pick and roll um or, or dribble handoff there's not really going to be a huge weakness out there with this group so that's one thing is that versatility on, on defense they can play that stifling defense especially in the half court so again just starting this unit should point to some signs that this is going to definitely be a better uh, defensive squad uh, this year, not especially not feeling dead last like they did last year at 30th. So those are just some initial thoughts on defense. Initially on offense, um, it's it's hard to get a, a good reading on them because you know they start off very very uh, very well out of the gate where Devin Vassell got hot really quickly. He had like a 9-0 run by himself. They were up I think like 17 to one or something. So they had they had they, it was kind of an something you don't usually expect is, is just a team to come out like right on fire. And so they kind of did that, but then as things kind of settled down in the game, the offense did look a little stagnant at times, kind of clunky where players almost um, were running sets where they didn't kind of qu quite know where they were supposed to go. Or like there was a lot of possessions where like, it was like Devin trying to get a pick and roll or, or Kelton's trying to get a pick and roll. And then Wemby's like out on the wing asking for the ball and they were not passing to him. So there's going to be some chemistry issues, obviously, because these, like I said, they've only played three quarters of a game so far. So I think you got to definitely give them some time to see how this works. I, and so my question is, how much time is pop looking at, you know, just a 15 game, 20 game sample size. Is he looking like all the way to like till Christmas time to, to, to late December before January? You know, that's a, that's a good question is, is how long is the coaching staff going to allow them uh, the Spurs to have this, this starting unit and see, see how they progress. And so I think that's one thing to, to, to caution is that, you know, they're, they're going to have to be very patient. Cause like I said, it was just their first time out there on the court um, in terms of um, what we got to see publicly. Cause we don't know if they, they've been using this lineup in their, in their close practices and things like that. And so now that we now that we know who the starters are, what does the bench lineup look like? According to what, what, what the the lineups that popped throughout there on a Wednesday, the the players he, he he had out there, he um had Trey Jones of course come off as the backup point guard. He had Malachi Branham come uh, come off the bench as the two. You had Doug McDermott there at the three, and then Charles Bassey at the five. And one thing Pop did in this first game against Houston was. He he took out Victor very early in the first quarter, and then he brought him back with um, later, like around three four minutes left. And he let he let Wembenyama get some minutes with that second unit. So that's something to, interesting to watch. Was that Pop wanted to see how Wemby got some more minutes with that second unit? Because um, you know, there's less there's less creation on that on that lineup. Wemby's going to get a lot more shots with that group. Whereas in the starting unit, he's got he's got Vassell there who can get like I said, he can catch on fire. You have Keldon Johnson uh, who's a uh, who's a creator. Zach Collins had some good, some good um, post ups as well against Houston. So that was interesting to see if Pop maybe wants to get Wemby more possessions um you know to maybe have him out there with that second group for for a few possessions 
Then in the second quarter, Jetty Osman um, got some minutes as well. So we noticed that, you know, Pop sticking with this 10-man rotation of the starters and then Jones, Branham, Doug, Jetty, and Bassey. So it looks like those are the 10 players that are that are going to be in the initial starting lineup. I mean, the initial 10-man rotation to begin the season. So again, my questions just continue to be how long are the Spurs giving, um, you know, giving this this unit uh, to, to figure things out, you know, or, you know, that, that's just my interesting question going forward. So again, it's going to take some time, but I, I wouldn't expect them to have this. It's going to look, you know, like I said, there's going to be times where it looks really stagnant on offense, maybe players that uh, the, 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 the sets don't look so good. But again, I, I really want to see what the data looks like after like 15, 20 games to see how, where, where they're ranking on offense and defense. I, th- I think defensively they will, they will be a, a re- really good improvement here with that group. Next topic. Let's just talk about some more Wemby um, observations and versatility. So what I what I what, what I want to note is that these observations are coming mainly from the Heat game. Um, you know, again, I'm going to make some notes about the Rockets game, but again, I had I had more time to digest the Heat the Heat film and kind of just like look through it in, in detail and on both offense and defense for him. So here's some of my 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 takeaways. Uh, let's first talk about rim deterrence. So uh, as you've seen, if you've been watching these games, you know he's able to 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 deter shots at the rim where. Now it looks like, especially in that heat game, where it looks like players, as they're about to release the ball, they're almost like, like kind of like trying to move their their shot, either change the arc or the angle, or kind of just moving the position of their shot release just to try to avoid his length. And so um, he he showed in a few possessions where like he he ends up being the only player down there near the rim, and so he's able to like cover two two um, players on one possession and try to then try to get a stop or at least make it a, a tough shot. So we're already seeing that that rim deterrence from Wemby, and especially since he's not just playing out of the wing like we initially saw, he's getting minutes uh, as a as a five it sometimes in those second in, with um with Sohan at the four uh, as we saw in, in a few of those lineups against the Heat and against the Rockets finishing so let's see how Victor finished uh finishing versus the Heat if you watch that game there was a lot of highlight plays for Wemby he had that monster um uh dunk uh, off the off the Euro step in the in the open court he's just like a monster in the in the in the open court you get him one on one against someone he's going to finish almost every time is, is what it looks like he had that one where he catches the ball in the open court. Uh, um, off the pass and it's he was only like one foot inside the three point he just uses like two steps and he dunks it with a euro step uh he finished he, he had that play where where uh, trey jones sets the pick and roll for him then he gives it back to trey jones Wemby's like basically his foot still at the three-point line he calls for the ball like like throw it up there trey jones throws the ball and he's like still gets in the paint and, and still uh, dunks it outside the restricted area dunks it with two hands for the alley-oop that was against the heat um he also had that one play where he um where where uh, one of the Spurs players gives him like the ball and he has like just he just uses a quick little like post against Thomas Bryant and then with his left hand just just like jams it on Thomas Bryant and uh, and he was outside the restricted area when he, when he did that he had all that length and Bryant of course there's that clip that went viral where Bryant's like looking like what do I do against this guy um, so obviously you know you, you saw some of those highlight plays just his finishing is incredible um, there there underneath the rim there was also one play um, he like I mentioned earlier he had a tougher night shooting against the Rockets which I'll get into here in the in the next segment. Um, but there was a play where the Spurs' coaching staff, it looked like out of a timeout, they drew up like a half-court set where out of a timeout where they basically set like a screen for him and he did a backdoor cut and he got it. And again, he was it looked like he was outside the restricted or he still just with his right hand just just uh, mashed that ball in and, and finished with a dunk. Now let's talk about his shooting, um, Wemby's shooting. So versus the Heat, he had a really good shooting night, like I said, 10 to 15 from the floor. Uh, in the half court, he showed more mid-range um, pull-ups in that game, as well as uh, continuing to run off screen action and, and finish and, and sh- making shots. He, he showed a lot more uh, of his ability to create by dribbling to the side and then and then shooting that jumper. Also, he showed his step backs. There was a play where he kind of like posted his um, his defender and then near near the restricted area, the non-restricted area, should I say, he kind of did a fadeaway and, and made, a, a mid, made a mid-range jumper fadeaway. Then against the Rockets, as as you saw the numbers there, he he shot three of ten overall for for the night. This one he had he struggled a little bit more. 
Um, so what, what we noticed was that he would kind of catch it uh, outside, outside, in the, outside in the mid range, but at the post position, and he kind of just do that quick face up and then, um, you know, take, take the contested mid ranger. And then uh, just listening to Ime Yudoka's comments after the game, he, he, uh, he, he basically said that he liked um, uh, trying to, to get his defense, get, get the Rockets defenders to basically take away Victor's space as much as possible, especially by having smaller wings. He said he wanted them to be more physical with him and not let him get his space in the post. So he, he was basically trying to get him to avoid that space for Wemby. That way Wemby couldn't, you know, quite create uh, uh, with his length and his, and his size. And so he, he liked what he saw Ime out of the, out of the defenders against, uh, against Wemby on, on this night. Uh, however, I will note though, that, that Wemby, you know, the Rockets really couldn't contain Wemby early on where he, when he went to the free throw line multiple times, he had seven, he had seven made free throws already in the, in the first half. And then in the second half, he, he did a little bit better shooting the ball. He had a, he had a pick and pop made three and a, and a spot up three. And so I guess that's just more of, of like, you know, they're, they're like, I, like the Spurs have said, they're going to kind of just be uh, a little more hands off right now in terms of kind of seeing where he's more comfortable out on the floor. And so as time goes on, I think they'll start to work with him on, on which shots to take and maybe which ones to kind of hold onto the ball and try to maybe move the ball or else try to do something a little bit differently instead of taking some of those, those contested um, um, face-up ones that, that he struggled on against the Rockets. And again, we'll see what happens with different defenses and how they game plan for him. But, but uh, like I said, he had a really good shooting night against, uh, against the Heat and then uh, not, uh, he had a struggling night shooting the ball against the Rockets. Uh, ball handling. Wimby showed this as well in these last two in, the, in those two games that he played. Um, he ran. He he showed his ability to run more pick and roll possessions. Uh, there was times when Jetty Osmond setting the screen for him. There was two two times where once in in the Heat game and then once in the uh, game against the Rockets where where it was Trey Jones setting screens for Wemby. So that's just, that just shows you his versatility that he can basically be the the lead ball handler when and you have Trey Jones the one setting screens for him. And then, of course, he had another viral play on uh, on Wednesday evening where he gets a steal in the open court. Reggie Bullock comes to try to stop him, and nope, he puts the ball through his legs like Mono Ginobili would do, and he gets it on the other side, and then he uh, and then he ends up going down on the court. So again, you're basically guaranteed like almost one to like three highlight plays from Wemby and Knight is what what you're seeing here very early on in just these few preseason games. And then passing wise, again, he's still he's still finding his teammates in that game where Vassell really went off in that with that 21 points um, where he made six made threes. A lot of those threes were off Wemby pass. So he's drawing the attention of the defense of the, of the uh, defense, and then he's able to kick it out uh, to, especially Vassell, who's going to be like that, that main three point shooter that that starting, that starting lineup needs. And so he's showing up, of course, his, his passing uh, versatility again. So, you know, just three pieces, three pieces in games that he's played in so far, he's just been, you know, he's shown some, some really spectacular signs here uh, on, on both ends of the floor. And, and like I mentioned, you know, this is something we mentioned the Spurs cats. It's not always going to be where he's going to make, you know, 10 to 15 shots a night. There's going to be some struggles at times. And so we'll just see how he adjusts and, and you know, how it goes going forward. Next, let's talk about point Sohan. So, uh, like I said, Jeremy Sohan has only played in three games as a starting as a starting point guard for the Spurs here in the preseason. Uh, here is just his, his initial stats. And again, it's small sample size. It's also preseason. So we, let's just keep those things in, in, in mind. 9.6 points, 4.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 1.3 turnovers, two fouls, and two steals. So let's really fo focus on those on those uh, some some of the numbers here, which is a 9.6 points and 2.3 assists to 1.3 turnovers. So again, because this is going to be a, a big responsibility for Sohan being being the, the new point guard for the team. So again, just some of my initial observations of what I've seen. Um, um, I haven't really got a lot of time to digest into that Houston data from from last night or the, the game film. So um, he's showing that he, you know, he can bring the ball up the floor. You know, they give him the ball, he or gets a defensive rebound, he pushes up the floor, and he and he and he gets them into their initial sets. Whereas, like if if like a wing like Kelder or Vassell is coming to to get the ball and then start like a DHO a dribble handoff, uh, they can come up and get the ball. The bigs can also um, you know, come up and get that that initial pass and then wait and look and see if people are cutting um underneath. So he's able to do those kind of actions. Um, uh, pretty. There's not really too, too um 
too much difficulty. Um, he's also learning to naturally react to being a pointer. That was one of the things that Devin Vassell mentioned was that in that first game against the Heat, when when Sohan first got that starting role, there was a few plays where like the uh, the team would score and then it's time to inbounds and Sohan's heading out to the other side of the court and Vassell had to basically tell him, no, no, you're the point guard. Like you got to go get the ball. So there's going to be like that t- transition of just having that familiarity of, of naturally saying, okay, I got to go get the ball for the next possession. So those are things that they're going to work on with him that he's going to need more game reps, I think, to, uh, to figure out. Um, and, and, you know, Sohan himself and his teammates are all admitting that, you know, it's going to be a work in pro- progress. This is not going to be something that's going to go perfect. Um, here was his quote just the other night against, uh, it was that second game, that first game, the second game, the first game against the Rockets. He said this, there's ups and downs. It's a process. And, you know, this goes back to tra- to media day. I was, I was, like I said, I was in San Antonio for media day. And one of the questions he got was, you know, what if the Spurs put the, put the ball in your hands a lot more? Are you prepared for that? And he said, yes. Like he said, he was willing to take on that challenge. And this is before this happened. And uh, he basically said, there's, it's never going to, it's not always going to be pretty. There's going to be some ups and downs. It's going to be, you know, it's going to take time. And so I think that's the one thing that we have to really focus on here is that it's going to take some time for him. There's going to be some, some good and, and bad nights. And again, I, I, I'm just eager again to that question of how long does the coaching staff, um, you know, allow him to, you know, how, how many games uh, is it, you know, how many months is it? Those kind of questions. Uh, what I've seen defensively um, is he, he's, he's guarding most of the point guards in these lineups a lot of times, but like I said, the Spurs do switch a lot now on, on the pick and rolls uh, and so, or, or the dribble handoffs. And so he can't switch in those pick and rolls and dribble handoffs because obviously he has a size there at six, eight. Uh, but if, if the guards get like a little bit of space, they are, they are able to drive downhill is what it looks like early on. Um, he's also um, when Trey Jones answers the game and, and, and uh, Jeremy can go back to being just his natural position of, of like the power forward position. So he can be a four and then Wemby can be like the five. So he's able to slot back and forth between different positions, depending on, who is out there on the floor with him uh offensively what i noticed is that he's having a little bit of trouble getting uh, to the rim off his own his own speed and, and or even just using one screen so a lot of times he if he's like trying to go downhill uh you know the defenders are still there with him and so he's having to put, he's having to put up some contested like non-restricted uh type of shots uh just some some last um observations like i said jones comes off as the backup point guard in this situation and then for blake wesley what this means is with um sohan and and jones getting all the minutes it looks like wesley's going to end up being uh that that third rotation point guard um again this season and so you know we'll see exactly you know are the spurs just going to let him sit there or they're going to send him to austin as the season begins you know those kind of questions will, will obviously uh um uh, trickle down now toward uh, blake wesley and where his minutes come from uh now that sohan and jones are, are going to man the point guard position so like i said Overall, just uh, with Sohan being the point guard, just again, it's going to take some time. I, I'm, I'm really just more so eager to see what the data looks like 10, 15 games from now and see what, what, where the numbers lie in, in their lineup numbers um, and, and those kind of things. So so again, we'll, we'll kind of see uh, how it goes. You know, it's, it'll be like an experiment to see how, the, how this whole new starting five goes with, with Sohan here at the at the point. Okay, so now for our last topic, the Spurs have answered one of the final questions in the uh, in the in the roster is uh, you know who's who's going to be that last player that gets waived, and this is a player that we've discussed multiple times on the Spurs cast that we we expected to get waived, and that is Ken Birch. The Spurs officially waived him on Thursday. Um, like I said, not too much of a surprise. He really hasn't played much any Spurs uniform. Um, he he only played in one preseason game so far since he's arrived. Now we do want to comment that he was injured when he first arrived in San Antonio last year. So, um, but, but overall he had never really been in the rotation. Like I said, he, he had only dressed out in one game. And so um, Birch is officially waived. So that means that regarding their guarantee contracts, the Spurs are now set. There's no, there's no need to like trade or waive anybody else uh, on, on a guarantee contract. They can have 15 players on the roster. What it does mean though, is that if they want to sign someone else or try to trade for someone else, then someone needs to either get, get moved into trade or, or, or waived before they can add another player on a guaranteed deal. Um, so they also have two players on non-guaranteed deals and Serge Jabari, I mean, and not a non-guaranteed, two players on two-way contracts in Serge Jabari Rice and Dominic Barlow. 
that means that they have one open two-way roster spot. And so the final question for the roster is, what happens with Charles Bediaco? Currently, he's on the team with a, with a training camp contract, but they need to decide by Saturday what's going to happen with Bediaco. Will they waive him? And then he has a chance to just sign a G League contract later on with Austin. Or will they actually give him that two-way roster spot? I think we've only seen him play in one preseason game, but um, you know, obviously they've kept him on the roster for, for, most, for this whole training camp, so maybe they do have the intentions of giving him that final two-way spot. We, we, we'll find out that answer for Bediaco here uh, in the next two days before Saturday rolls around. So I know there's a lot of information. Um, you know, Spurs cast is coming out weekly again. So now that the, the now that the season begins next week, I'll have one more um, episode either before the season starts or if not, maybe after, right after we see how they did against Dallas. So we'll see. We'll figure it out uh, scheduling wise for next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spurs cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. This episode was written, recorded and produced by Paul Garcia. Music for this episode was written by Paul Garcia and Vincent Garcia. Project Spurs, I'm Paul Garcia. Have a great day.